Hey everyone, how are you doing today? So, for a thousand years, the Sith hid their identities and existence from the Jedi Order. But just because they were hiding, didn't mean they spent all their time in a cave doing death sticks. They were meticulously planning their revenge against the Jedi and their Republic. Now while we don't know much about the specifics of their actions in canon, we know a good deal about what they did in Legends. The Sith were often very wealthy and prominent members of society, members that the Jedi frequently interacted with. The Sith had to be like this so they could position themselves into the right locations for their grand plan to eventually take effect one day. For instance, Darth Tenebris, who was Darth Plagueis' master, was a famous shipbuilder and only built for the most wealthy of clients. Darth Plagueis himself was really named Ego Damask and was an extremely wealthy moon industrialist and financier and president of Damask Holdings. He was called Magister Damask wherever he went. Although the Sith operated in the open as legitimate businessmen and women, they of course had to hide their Force abilities from everyone. They even shed away from revealing their Force powers to people they were about to kill, in case that person escaped. Before the events of Episode 1, Darth Maul revealed the whole plan of the Sith to someone before killing them, and Sidious flipped out on him for doing so. If the person had somehow escaped, the entire grand plan would have been in jeopardy just so Maul could satisfy his ego. Because the Sith didn't reveal their powers often, they would sometimes go 10 years before using their powers in public. Darth Sidious was Darth Plagueis' apprentice for over 10 years before he would use the Force openly, and you're gonna love how he did it. But first, we need to understand why he did it. The night of the event, Darth Plagueis was in disguise as his alter ego, Ego Damask. He was attending an induction ceremony for the Order of the Canted Circle, an uber-secret society on Coruscant of only the most wealthy and influential individuals. Gaining membership was so rare that the Order let in less than a dozen members each decade. Damask was there because a fellow moon named Larsh Hill of the Intergalactic Banking Clan was being inducted. Unknown to them though, and even unknown to the Sith Plagueis himself, Medadian assassins had infiltrated the Order and attacked with the express goal to kill everyone there especially Ego Damask. They flung razor-sharp spinning discs and decapitated nearly everyone there. Plagueis lost his jaw and a large portion of his neck. If it weren't for his Force powers, he would certainly have died as well. And he still may have died if Palpatine hadn't shown up, with a blaster, I might add, to drive the assassins off. After the assassination attempt, Plagueis and Sidious traced their perpetrator to Senator Pak's team, who was against Damask Holdings and had even kidnapped Senator Palpatine earlier. So basically this guy signed his death warrant by kidnapping and trying to kill two Sith Lords. It was Palpatine's motive for revenge that finally drew out his desire to showcase his powers openly for the first time. So Palpatine went directly to Pak's team's residence where he was having a party to celebrate the success of the assassination attempt because, you know, by this point he hadn't heard the assassins had failed to kill Damask. Sidious snuck into the building through the air vent using Plagueis' own lightsaber and quickly takes out multiple guards with the saber. He moves so fast that the security cameras barely even see him and it looks like the guards split open from nothing. Just imagine seeing this in a show or a film or something. Super dark. I'd love to make something like this one day. Now here I'll read from the Legends novel Darth Plagueis to describe what happens next. As a guard collapsed in a heap, Sidious caught a glimpse of himself in an ornate mirror. Face contorted in rage, red hair in electrified disarray, mouth webbed with strands of thick saliva, 
eyes a radioactive shade of yellow. He flew back to the stairwell and raced to the top of the next flight, which opened into a large room filled with female Gran and younglings, along with Gran and Doug's servants. Having heard the commotion from below, some were already on their huge flat feet, others, though, were too shocked to move. All the better for him, and he left not a single one of them alive. So, not just the men, but the women and the children too. Then Sidious burst into the room of the party and gave full vent to his ire. Crashing through doors, he landed in the center of a table surrounded by a herd of grazing gran, whose boisterous laughs froze in their throats. From the head of the table, Pax's team gawked at him, as if he might be a creature escaped from his most horrifying nightmare. And yet, he wouldn't be the first to taste Plagueis' blade, but the last. Once he had been forced to watch the rest of his party butchered, from hooves to eye stalks, the painted ceiling brought down by Sidious's force pull, the flames of a gentle gas blaze in the room's fireplace incited to a blistering inferno that Sidious tugged behind him as he soared from the table to the floor and closed on his final victim. In desperate flight from the Sith and the spreading flames, Pax's team had backed himself to a wall window framed by door-to-ceiling curtains. Deactivating the lightsaber, Sidious beckoned the flames with his fingers, encouraging them to leap from the table to the curtains. A bleeding scream finally emerged from Team's narrow muzzle of a mouth as the blazing fabric collapsed around him, and Sidious watched him roast to death. Okay, uh, so basically, Pal Palpatine went pretty crazy. Uh, he kills everyone that he sees, including the children, and then covers Team with a burning curtain to let him burn to death. And he did all of this with the Force so that Pax would know what killed him. Of course, it's a very intense scene, but my favorite part is when Sidious sees himself in the mirror and is pleased with what he sees. You may recall that the first time Sidious used the Force to kill someone, that he was horrified by it, but it was much more than ten years earlier. In this moment, he realized how much he had changed, and dare I say it, he loved it so much that he recommitted to the dark side now that he didn't have to hide it anymore. So, what do you think of this scene? Personally, I would really love to see something like this in a film. I think the lack of Sidious backstory is something that Lucasfilm really has to capitalize on because, first of all, it'll make them a ton of money, and second of all, it's really what us fans want to see. We've seen Sidious in his older age and he was the most powerful Sith alive, let alone when he was younger. I think the story of showing how he met Plagueis, even if they don't make the Darth Plagueis book canon and they just keep it as legends and make their own kind of story, having a Plagueis backstory and a Darth Sidious backstory would be something that fans really want to see. Personally, what I would like to see is Palpatine learning that he has Force powers as a young little boy, and then as he goes into politics, he kind of comes to terms with all of these dark abilities he has, and he tries to hide them and subdue them, but deep down he knows that he just wants to unleash his powers on the world, on the galaxy. And then of course he comes into contact with his master, who teaches him the ways of the dark side. And if it wasn't for Plagueis, then Palpatine might not have even learned the dark side to begin with. He may have just been a force user that doesn't really know what's going on. Now, in the Plagueis book as well, Palpatine also denotes to him that if he wanted to just follow the boring ways of using the Force, he would have just become a Jedi and put himself in the Jedi Temple. So it shows that he even knows who the Jedi are, but he just does not want anything to do with them because even at that young age, he just thought they were lame and boring. 
I always found this really interesting because Palpatine knew what he wanted from the get-go. He never, you know, went into the dark or into the light, kind of like Anakin did. He just wavered, you know, confused. He knew from day one he is evil. From, you know, just being born and having those abilities to killing his whole family to becoming the Sith Lord and killing his master, he was this perfect machine that was destined to rule over the galaxy as the Emperor. So let me know below who you think should play the Emperor in a show, uh, Young Palpatine. I would love for Michael Fassbender. I think that would be a really good middle-aged Palpatine, maybe even, you know, 20 years or so, 30 years before Revenge of the Sith. But if we're going even younger than that, then I don't really know. I think you guys should let me know in the comments who do you think would be the perfect actor to portray that role. And do you think Palpatine had any love interest whatsoever? Do you think it's something that should definitely be put into canon films? And right before I end this video, I want to mention that George Lucas actually did have an entire backstory planned for Palpatine turning to the dark side. And I don't really like it, I'm not really a big fan of it, and I mentioned in a video from a little while ago. It was part of his new underworld concept story, this show that he was supposed to make before he sold it to Disney. And I believe this is where The Mandalorian comes into play. It takes a lot of inspiration from that underworld, Coruscant, dark vibes kind of show. And in the show, apparently, it was supposed to cover a lot of different things, and one of the things it was going to cover was Palpatine's backstory and how he turned to the dark side. And it was really, in essence, the fault of a woman who kept him in the dark side, indefinitely. So she left him or something of the sorts, and because of that, he was so upset, he was so heartbroken, that he just ended up being evil forever because he was hurting on the inside. It's pretty funny if you think about it. I mean, I wouldn't really expect Palpatine to even care of such a thing, such a mortal feeling. But uh, at the end of the day, I'm glad it wasn't put into canon, but maybe it will be someday. Who knows? Maybe this whole thing is just Palpatine needing a new girlfriend or a hug or someone to love or something like that. Hope you enjoyed this video. I'll see you guys in the next one. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you always.